Well, it's Wednesday, it's hump day, it's kind of midway in the week, and sometimes it gives us the hope as we look forward to the weekend that what will we be doing at that point, and, and it's kind of that good thing that we can look forward to. You know, a guy named Viktor Frankl during the Second World War was in, in prison camp, and in prison camp, he learned that people needed to have that hope for what is still to come, the anticipation of good things yet ahead. Because without that, there was always a sense of death was in their life, that they would in ways just have no more hope and they would collapse. And through his studies, we understand how critical it is to be looking forward to and having an anticipation of things yet to come. Otherwise, we decline and we lose our motivation. When we're looking at these passages about the end times, someone could truly become very depressed or despondent and lose that hope. And so today, as we look into God's Word, I pray we would be the positive result from Viktor Frankl's study and knowing that there is hope yet ahead. I praise God for the opportunity to share with you. I'm John Smizer, and it's a joy to be with you in our study as we look at God's Word. Let's listen as the passage is read to us now. Luke chapter 21, verses 25 through 38. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. He told them this parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Be careful, or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life, and that day will close on you suddenly like a trap, for it will come on all those who live on the face of the whole earth. 
Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen, and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. Each day Jesus was teaching at the temple, and each evening he went out to spend the night on the hill called the Mount of Olives. And all the people came early in the morning to hear him at the temple. We pick up here in Luke at the same place we left off yesterday. And it opens with, there will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. So many things in creation will be uplifted and turmoil and, and changing and things that are going to cause, in verse 26, people will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world. There is going to be possible tragedy. There's going to be things confronting us. And we see it every day around the world now when people are faced with things that were not peaceful. For so long, we in America, maybe where you're at, I'm not sure, have lived with an, an area of peace. And whenever there's an uprising or, or a struggle, we become a little fearful. We wonder, well, what's going to happen? We look to our leaders for a, a solution you know, a, a political uh, gathering so that we, we're not bothered by this unrest. But in this time, what we need to really do is look at the one who holds the future to keep our eyes on him. And that's what we're going to consider is important in our uh, continuing through this passage. It goes on in verse 27. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. This is what is often referred to in, in theological terms, uh, the second coming or the eschatology, uh, future things in the coming of the Lord. I want to encourage you um, alongside of our study here in Living Life, if you would want to consider putting on your little notepad 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 13 to 18. It's where Paul is encouraging the people at Thessalonica who are struggling with, didn't Jesus say he was going to come back? And it hasn't happened yet. And Paul encourages these folks with the words of understanding that Jesus will return. This in the clouds that he's going to be there for us. I must tell you, on certain days in college when I had an exam uh, the next morning, I would pray, oh Lord, come now. Well, God's not a, a, a machine that I put my quarter and pull it and get my candy out. No, it's in his time. It's how he's going to do it. It goes on then in verse 28. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. 
so that as bad as it ever is going to get, as much struggle and turmoil nations will have at each other, realize it only brings us closer to the time of Christ's return. And I must tell you, my heart looks forward to His coming. Because uh, the, those, all those people who are trying to give answers and, and solutions that don't work, His answers and His solutions will be the, the redemption, buying back, collecting what is His. I pray today that you would draw closer to Him in your walk that you would truly uh, see him as the solution. Now, I, I want to I just take a rabbit trail, if I can, for a minute. I don't know where your theology is. Uh, there is uh, amillennialists about the end times. There's pre-trib rapturists, you know, saying we're going to get out of here before all all the stuff hits the fan. Uh, then, then there's the mid-trib and the post-trib, post-tribulation. But I got to tell you, I know exactly what it is that we need to have faith in, and it's pan-tribulation. In our tribulation, it'll all pan out because God's going to be in control. We need to trust in Him and look to Him for the answers. I pray God today encourages your heart and truly just lifts you up. In hard times, know that as Viktor Frankl said, it was hope that will carry you through. And that's what God brings to us. I pray a blessing upon you in this season of life. The final part of our passage today is the part where we will find that hope. As we look here at verse 36, it says, Be always on the watch. Pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen, and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. Today I pray that you ask God, to be your strength in these times. And as you hear, as we read and have devotion, as you hear God speaking to you, the, the great thing is the, the very last line here has to do, and all the people came early in the morning to hear him in the temple. I want to encourage you, early in the morning, hear him. What is he teaching you? Heavenly Father, we thank you this day that you speak to us, that you call on us, you encourage us. And the words that you spoke so many times to your disciples, you say to us today, fear not, for I am with you. Lord, we thank you that the great I am is with us in whatever circumstance, whatever challenge, whatever struggle, we can trust in you and we will not lose hope. We will find our hope in you. Bless us this day, Father. Glory to your name. Amen.
single soul. Lechia further and stepping in closer. CGI.